Welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast of all time. Joe Stafford, Chris Matthews, former Seahawk and Raven, rolling with the punches this week. My guy, Chris, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. How was Thanksgiving? Man, happy Thanksgiving to you too, Joe. Uh, everything's been good, man. You know, just ch- chilling, hanging out with the family. is pretty much all you can do at these times, but, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it. Definitely, for sure. For sure. Thanksgiving was dope for me, too. Thanks for asking. Uh, no, that was good, though. It was good. I uh, had some people down the Cape, um, like 10, 10 or so people, keeping within the legal uh, logistics and everything. Just had a nice turkey day with the grandparents and everything. So, no, it was good. It was good. Always nice to spend time with the family during these tough times. And, and hopefully we won't see a huge spike from it. Probably will. But, yeah. uh, but you know what? Take the roll of the punches. Vaccine on the way. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Are you? Uh... I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Like, what, what's your like, reservations about it, though? Well, because it's being passed through so fast. Like, uh, when, you're, when, you're trying to, when you're trying to pass something through, through uh, especially through the CDC and, FDA, and get it FDA approved, it takes at least 10, like 10, 10 to 15 years. And we're passing it through in, like, within, what, one or two, one or two years? Or maybe it's shorter than that, probably a couple months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's the things that I'm worried about. And I don't. You know, this is just me, uh, you know, listening to everything because I make sure I pay attention to everything and research, research everything. But just from the little bit that I've heard is that uh, some, they said that it's going to be two vaccines that you have to take. One is going to be uh, the first vaccine. You're, you're, you're going to experience side effects that's going to, you know, mess, you know, it's going to have you feeling achy and sore and you know, just messing, you know, things that I just don't feel like should be going on if you, if this is supposed to be helping me, you know what I'm saying? And then you, you take another one to help out with the, the soreness and all the other stuff that's going to, you know, push through everything else that you need, uh, that, you, that you're supposed to get from this vaccine. So that right there in itself is like, I don't know, like something like that. You, you probably looking up like 20, 20 years later, like, on those little commercials, little infomercials, like if you've ever been diagnosed or had to take this vaccine, please call now. Like I'm dead. <laughs> like I'm dead. I can't call. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm worried about. So yeah, I I just have to see. I'm not I'm not against it. I just have to see. And I know and I can be against it because my kids have to go to school and I'm pretty sure they're gonna make it mandatory for our kids to take it just to go to school. So uh, I just gotta I gotta see, man. I mean, we, li- we both live in, like, the most liberal states in the country, California and Massachusetts. So, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. There's not a shot next fall they don't, like, require this, this vaccine. Because I think Absolutely. I read by, by June or something like that, they'll have it um, widely available, like 300 million doses, enough for the whole United States to, to take. So, I'm intrigued about that. It's a valid concern you have. Um, I was looking at the research about it. I saw some polls and everything the mm-hmm. CDC put out. And uh, I think it's at 35% hovering around there. Um, we're hesitant to taking the vaccine in general. So that's a, that's a pretty valid concern a lot of, among a lot of Americans. So it's definitely concerning. I like the fact that the federal government's giving enough for free, at least. That's good. They're not monetizing it. They're trying Absolutely. to end, end the crisis, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's very weird. It's just a weird situation. Never had to deal with this before. Never had to like, go through this process. So yeah. it's going to be up and down. I'll probably take it. I'm not going to get it at least until the very late springtime, probably most likely they're going to give it out to, to first line people, EMS people, yeah. old people, all people that need it. Just let, just let the guinea pigs go first. And then we like, ah, uh, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, all right, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I was gonna say, Chris, like you're talking about your nana being the, the guinea pig right now. That's pretty sick. Dude. <laughs> That's pretty sick. You're a sick you know, puppy. I no, I know, I know. It's it is it is weird to think about it that way though. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely weird. But hey, we had football this week. Uh, yeah, we had football. It was dope. I love football. I loved it. I loved it. Um, but it was weird. One game didn't go through. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens. Really, the only supposed to be exciting game of Thanksgiving was canceled, essentially. It moved uh, first Monday, then Tuesday. Now it's on Wednesday at 340, I'm pretty sure. And it's just like, just so odd. Just so, yeah. so weird. I think we, I picked Pittsburgh, you picked Baltimore. So it's still kind of a hang in the balance there. And I think Kev's going to give us our updated um, predictions and like win and loss columns and everything. I think I'm still up, which I'm really, really happy about. I don't still. know about that. Especially this week. I was on it this week for sure. Oh, I don't know about that. Want to go see. back into it? Want to go undive in the records here? <laughs> Let's see it. All right, no, because Kev – all right, first of all, shout out to the intern Kev. He's a beast. Yeah. This dude's a monster. He just churns out content. Yeah, he hit, me up. he hit me up like a couple days ago. I was like, bro, do you need anything? And I was like – that was wasted. And I was <laughs> like – I looked up. I went back to sleep, and I woke back up. And next thing you know, I was like, two days later, the, number, the message is still sitting there. I'm like, damn, I was supposed to respond back to Kev. You owe him an apology. Right here. I own one. I got you, Kev. Don't trip, man. All right. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. Week 12 picks. Let's go down the line here. So, Giants. Giants won. Dolphins won. So, you lost the Jets. So, I'm up one. Titans beat the Colts. I'm up two. I'm just sticking with my team. Raiders lost. They got smacked by the Falcons. We'll talk about that later because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roast Derek Carr. Uh, so, we're, it's still you're down two. Bills won. Right? Bills won. Bills won. I think Bills won. Uh, um, which one do you have? Do you have the we, list? We, no, no, I'm just reading the deal you because know, Kev made a graphic for us. I'm going down the list for okay, who we so, picked. I think the Bills won. Um, uh, Seahawks won. Uh, oh, am I going the wrong way? You said week 12. I'm tripping. Whatever. Anyway, we'll go down the line. Browns. Oh, actually, I need, the, I need the list up too. Get the list up from week 12. Yeah. Uh, Texans won. Washington won. Niners, of course, won. Falcons won, Bills won, Giants won, uh, the Titans won. I know I picked the Colts for sure, so I lost that one. Vikings won, uh, your Patriots won. Hell yeah, yeah, they did. Barely. Uh, Jets won. Some, you, know, you guys listen to that? He had to slip it in there, barely. <laughs> he gets so salty every time Cam Newton wins. It's so hey, funny. man, you, you know. If you was watching the game, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just going off the list and just, you know, just giving my thoughts. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. <laughs> Browns won, Saints won, Chiefs won, Green Bay won, and Seahawks won. Yeah, so we had a lot of similar picks. You got one up on me from the Niners because I picked the Ooh. Rams. Oh. Um, I picked the Panthers. Actually, no, so I think, we're, I think we tied this week. Tied? Oh, actually, no, it's no because we, we were tied, but we have one more game this week. We're recording on Tuesday, if you guys didn't know, so we have a game tomorrow. Which well, is the Raven Steelers? So that that's that, that splits it right there. That splits it. No, but like, but but like, not to brag or anything, but like, me and Chris are picking at a crazy high rate. We're picking like seventy percent this season. We're doing really well. We're doing really well. I, I mean, like, we're like really well. There's a reason why people listen to the show, I guess. But like, still, you know what? A little pat win. I know I got some people some money. I know that. Oh no, my I just my boy. He threw me a little something on the side, like here, man, here, here, here. Thank you. And I'm like, all right, man, don't don't trip, bro. I got you in the next on the next podcast. Shout out to Golden to Golden, man. Good job, bro. 
Okay, so I have something similar. My cousin Shane hits me up like clockwork every Sunday at about 11.30. <laughs> like, how's my DraftKings lineup looking? I'm like, all right, can I at least split the money with you? I'm basically building a lineup for you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but I made some money this week. I made 70, I made 70 bucks off the uh, Titans Colts. I don't know how the Titans weren't really? in that game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. You picked the Colts. I picked the Titans. But yeah, I definitely I, I, picked the Colts. Yeah, I, I thought the Titans were going to be favored in that game. But I thought, I thought it would have been like a close – I mean, it was kind of a close game, but – Man, I thought they was gonna pull that out. Derrick Henry's just a grown ass man. Like yeah, just yeah. for real. He's just a grown ass man. He he and and everybody is talking about uh you know Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers as MVP MVP freight favorites. But if you're not looking at Derrick Henry and what he's doing, I I start I've started thinking that the NFL is rigged with these with these uh awards because Derrick Henry is doing something that nobody else has been doing in a long time at the running back position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's fair. I was I was thinking about comparing this because I saw something on social media today that was saying pretty much the same thing, saying Derrick Henry should be in the MVP conversation. I said, yeah, I can agree with that. I, I thought back to a comparison I could kind of, you know, measure it to. I Jim. guess the AP season, right? He won MVP with a te- with with a bad quarterback and a worse team than Derrick Henry has now. Because yeah. Tannehill's been pretty pretty decent this season, so I guess AP deserves it more than Henry does. But if you look at it from that point of view, I really don't think the Titans are anywhere near where they are right now without Derrick Henry. If yeah. it's just Tannehill and like a random running back, like no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I believe you. I believe you. I'm I'm on that same boat. Um, it's just uh. I think I think I think you have to you know you have to give some props to the defense as well. Um, sometimes they're not you know they're not the you know the favorites you know going into a game, but the defense is definitely holding it down for them for them to be able to run uh, run plays that they want to run the way that they do and as much as they do with the run game. Yeah, well, so I think you're right, 100% on that. Uh, Derrick Henry, just beast mode. We all know this. I think most of our viewers understand that as well. Um, so I'm with you, I think. I think I'm on the MVP uh, Derrick Henry train. We'll see if he actually gets any votes. Uh, but one thing I got I to bring up here before we move on here, if Derrick Henry gets an uh, MVP vote but Russell Wilson doesn't, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my mind. Well, an even better question is if, if Russell Wilson – if Russell Wilson doesn't get it, does that hurt his chances of getting in the Hall of Fame in the future? He only See, has one Super Bowl. He made it to the second one, then he lost that one, and he has not came close since then. Well, so the way I look at it is it's like you have to compare it to another guy who hasn't won a lot, right? So let's look at uh, look at Steve Young. Let's look at Steve Young, right? He, he has one championship. He led that Niners team to a bunch of deep playoff runs, but only really one championship. Um, as a starting quarterback, I should say at least, because you want a bunch as a backup. But I think that's probably that's probably comparable. I mean, Steve Young has some accolades, not as much as Joe Montana, um, no. and not as many championships, obviously. But if you look at it from that that point of view, I mean, I guess Steve Young and Russell Wilson are in the same boat there. If Russell Wilson isn't a super, uh, not a sorry, if Russell Wilson isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback, then is Steve Young a Hall of Fame quarterback? I would say no. I would put those guys in the same plane there. Oh, first off. I, I would. I, I 100% would. If you, if you, if you, not a quarterback like that. No, if you, all right, if you want, look at the breakdowns, right? Look at the breakdowns. Russell Wilson has led his team in rushing three seasons. Three. Okay, but that's, 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 that's different, man. That's, that's different generations. You know what but, I'm saying? Well, yeah, like, I, I understand that it's hard to compare errors and everything. What I'm, what I'm trying to emphasize is Russell Wilson has led his team in passing yards, passing touchdowns, rushing yards, and sometimes rushing touchdowns in multiple seasons. That's, that's called carrying the load. 
That, that's called putting a team on your back. It and, is. And if, if you're having success with that a company, if you're making the playoffs every year, if you're making at least some deep playoff runs, you make two Super Bowls. I think you probably make another one before his career is done. You get DK Metcalf going off for 200 yeah. yards against the Eagles. I bet um, need a defense, though. That's the only thing. They do need a defense. But what I'm saying is this, the path is still there for the Seahawks to go back to the yes. Super Bowl. That's what I'm trying to say. As long as you have Russell Wilson, you have a shot. And that's another factor I want to use as a measuring stick. If your quarterback – keeps you in it year in year out no matter what your your roster looks like that's a hall of fame quarterback that's how i look at it at least if your quarterback can keep you in a season regardless of circumstance regardless of your roster regardless of your coaching staff that's a special quarterback that's a special guy who should be in the hall of fame that's just my view i mean i, I mean I, I can't i can't i can't go against it and i just want to state that i'm not saying that russell wilson is not going to get into the hall of fame I'm just, you know, just posing a question, just seeing what's, you know, what, what's your thoughts. But, uh, I mean. What, what are your thoughts on it, then? If he doesn't win another Super Bowl, um, I don't think he's going to be first ballot. I, I think that. Well, th- that's a different discussion. First ballot and, and Hall of Fame in general, that's a different discussion. Yeah. I mean, I would probably argue against first ballot, too, unless he gets another ring. If he gets another ring, I think if he's he first ballot. If he gets another one, then he's for sure has Yeah, I, I think that's barn. I think we're in agreement sure. there. But if, if he doesn't get another one, he maybe loses another one. Yeah, probably not first ballot, but still a special player no matter what. I'm, I'm on the Colin Coward train. He loves Russell Wilson. I do too. He's like my prototypical quarterback to build – not even to build around, just like the, the kind of player arc he has, right? Runs only when he needs to. Runs when the defense gives him the yards to run for. Passes with efficiency. Doesn't turn the ball over a ton. Minus the past couple of weeks we've seen that it, it kind of happen here. But early season Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Takes what the defense gives him every time. Utilizes everything in his arsenal to make his team win. And that's exactly what he's done his entire career. He's the most yeah. winningest quarterback um, up to this point at his age, right? I think he hasn't um, – I, I forget what the stat was. 93, 93 uh, total wins at home or something like that? Some of that. He, he has a bunch of records that, that, that no quarterback has had before at his age, which is that it, 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 the main metric for me for Hall of Fame, were you a winner? Russell mm-hmm. Wilson is, I would say, a bona fide winner. That, that's what he's done his whole career. I'm not, maybe not playoff success. Yeah, um, say in, during the season. Yeah, right, but I'm saying during the season. He, he's propelled his team to the playoffs almost, every year. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they missed, they've missed the playoffs. I think it's every year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say Hall of Fame, Russell Wilson, first ballot, different discussion. But we, I'm, going we, with Aaron, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers, but I hear you. Yeah, for sure. All right, week 12 football. Boom, here we go. Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. We had two games, should have been three games, but two games that were actually pretty entertaining to watch because I like watching the Cowboys get smoked. That's really fun to do. And I, and I like watching the Texans play football. Like that, yeah, I'm like Stephen A. Smith. I hate the Cowboys. It's just funny to watch. It's just funny to watch. Uh, we'll, we'll go with the first game here. Houston, Detroit. And yep. might I say, opening touchdown, J.J. Watt, Mr. America, running back that pick six. That was pretty cool. No, but that was like, amazing. That was, that was amazing. But I'm, I'm kind of pissed at Matt Prater for two reasons. One, you ruined the whole thing by missing the extra point. You took everything away from that, <laughs> that, that return. And two, you're on my fantasy team. He, he, he finished with negative points this week because of, because of that. That's I was true. pissed. That's but, true. like, yeah, Mr. America, J.J. Watt on Thanksgiving. Doesn't get better than that. That's awesome. That's dope. Uh, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think he did a great job, man. J.J. Watt, man, it, 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 it brought back so many memories of what he was doing. Um, before all the injuries and things like that. Like, just seeing him being able to time the ball up, jump in the air, catch it, come down on both feet on balanced, mm. and still go in and score without having somebody drag him down, That's that says a lot about uh, a player of his caliber and at his age with how, with how his body is right now. 
Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because you blocked Cam Newton like 12,000 times in that yes. Patriots game. Yes. And, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad I brought it up too because I, I, like, I wonder from a physics standpoint, Cam Newton's 6'5", <laughs> and J.J. Watt's like 6'2". Like, how are you throwing the ball that downward he can just block it? It's just like, it's, it's like half his passes get deflected now. It just pisses it's just, me off. It's, 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 all, about, it's all about the, the, the look factor. That's Bro, this dude right. has rubber in his shoulder. I swear to God. Like, he cannot <laughs> throw the ball. I swear to God. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for the Patriots game. Anyway, yeah. Houston-Detroit, 41-25 is the final score. Both moved to 4-7 and seven on the season. And Deshaun Watson's hitting his stride, finally. This late in the season stinks. But, yeah, hitting his stride, finally. 17-25. 318 yeah. yards and four touchdowns. No turnovers. That's one of the best stat lines of the week. Absolutely. No, absolutely. That's it, it was it was one of his it was one of the greater uh one of one of his greatest games that he's played in in a while, especially after his contract. But um he did a great job, man, especially, you know, getting it down the field to Will Fuller and, and company. He did a great job. Yeah, Will Fuller, six receptions on 171 yards and two touchdowns, but he's suspended now, took a legal medication. He's gone for six games. That's a huge storyline. I mean, it would be more of a storyline if Houston actually had a decent record but still for Deshaun Watson you got to lose DeAndre Hopkins you're losing Will Fuller now what do you have you have Randall Cobb first of all shout out Randall Cobb Stafford and Matthews every show I swear to God every single show (laughs) we should be part part of his marketing team his agent should be paying us right now hey man I know I know them Instagram numbers is going up because of us yeah yeah, okay our 71 followers on Instagram really putting it up there (laughs) also yeah if you guys aren't following us on Instagram follow us because it's pretty good content too Bunch of clips from the show, a bunch of different polls and everything. It's worth it. Kev the intern runs it. Kev the intern, shout out. Just yeah. a content producer. This guy's pop, awesome. Pop, 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 pop our little hashtag. I mean, pop our little, uh, a little, a little uh, IG name on the bottom right there, Kev. At Stafford and Matthews right there. Anyway, Brandon Cooks had a good game too. 85 yards Absolutely. and five receptions. Um, on the line side of the football, it was actually a pretty entertaining game. Matt Stafford. Yeah, you know, very average day, 28 to 42, 295 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Um, not great on Turkey Day because he's usually one of the better quarterbacks on Thanksgiving. They play yes. every single year. Um, but a cool storyline, a really cool storyline, Adrian Peterson, 55 yards, two touchdowns in the day on 15 carries. It was just cool to see, you know, one of you know, my youth's running backs who really people have written off at this point is fourth or 15 now in like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, just really power through, have a great day on Thanksgiving on national television. Shout out to AP. We all miss him dominating the game, but it was cool to see kind of a flash of what used to be. Absolutely, man. Adrian Peterson was running the ball the way I knew. And it sometimes it makes me feel like he's like trying to reserve. He's just, you know, pulling back a little bit throughout the throughout the season just to let Swift go. I don't know. But just seeing him play like this, granted, granted, Houston's team is not the I mean, Houston's defense has not been the best this year, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like at his yeah. age. The way he's been bounced around, and he was he went he came out there and played his ass off for yeah, sure. I, I was watching the game with my dad. And I, I kept watching, like, wow, this drive's going really long. They ran the ball eleven times in a row. Mm. It didn't stall eleven times in a row. First down, first down, first down, first down. Like that's that's pretty embarrassing if you're Houston. But you know what? It's even more embarrassing if you're the Patriots because you only ran your star running back eleven times against the defense and lost. You know what I'm saying? This is this is against a defense that's not been well, that's not been doing good against the run. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure, for sure. I got a bone to pick though. Um, I, I don't mean any disrespect or anything else, though, because I love that this guy's receiving coach. I had him on the podcast a few uh, times. Yeah. Great that's guy, great show. connection. But dude, Mohamed Sanu, 
you catch a touchdown and four receptions at 32 yards, and you get a two-point conversion too. That's 10 times the production you gave me in New England. 10 times. <laughs> like, dude, we've been a second-round pick in your ass, and you got cut, and now you want to fall out on the best day of the year? Are you kidding me? Dude, just give me a break. I felt like I was getting stabbed in the chest a little bit, or stabbed in the back, I should say. It's just like, dude, come on. Just a, just, a, just, a, just a small bit of resurgence. You know, he, he had to let the leash go a little bit off of Bill Belichick because we all know how Bill Belichick is and how he runs his, his organization. If you're not that guy, you're not getting much slack out there. Yeah, no, it's funny, though, too, because I, I, you know, like the people have the angel and the devil on their shoulder talking about right and wrong choice and everything. I just had you on my shoulder was like making fun of me in my ear when he scored <laughs> that touchdown. I had Chris saying, uh, ah, just laughing in my ear. Shout out to Sanu. Yeah, shout out to Sanu. I mean, I'm happy for him. It's just I, I, would, I would be happier for him if he was on the Patriots scoring these <laughs> touchdowns. But anyway, next game on the agenda was the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. The most enjoyable game on Turkey Day because watching the Cowboys get smacked around was just so, so funny. Alex Smith scores a win on Thanksgiving Day. Second game was the starter for the Washington football team. 19-26, 149 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Not a great day. But you know who had a great day, Chris? Antonio freaking Gibson, yes, 20 carries, 115 yards and three touchdowns, 5.8 yards a carry. They just couldn't stop him on, on Thursday. No, they couldn't at all. It's, 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 it's something that, you know what I'm saying? Like this rookie is coming into his own, honestly. Like he is really like starting to, starting to get that feeling of like, yeah, I, I deserve to be here and I'm going to stay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be out here balling. And he showed it, man. Yeah, for sure. He also added he also added twenty one yards and five receptions as well. They use this guy everywhere. Great yeah. weapon to have. They locked out and is a rookie too. He's producing at a very high level. And I, I said it before a couple a couple uh, episodes ago. Washington has a couple pieces. Terry McLaurin, seven receptions, ninety two yards on nine targets. He's a baller. He'll be a star receiver in just a couple of years now. JD McKissick had a pretty decent game as well, but he's a pretty good guy in general. I think he's a good one two back with Antonio Gibson. Once they get a quarterback in there, maybe a guy like Trey Lance, like they're gonna they have a shot at making a run at this NFC East because the division stinks stinks out loud. Absolutely. They're still not, they're not out of playoff contention yet. They're four and seven. It's like what? They're like, I mean, it, it just it boggles my mind. That team, that division will have a losing team be the winner of that division, which is just yeah. mind boggling. Yeah. Hey, we were the winners of the losing, uh, losing division. You know, it's it's like the NFC South a few years ago. I think the Panthers won it at oh, seven, real? eight, and one or something like that. Yeah, yes. seven, eight, and one, something stupid like a, that. That was a, a shitty year for sure. Oh, it's like they should make a rule against this. Like a losing team should not be in the playoffs. And just and, and and then do what? Allow somebody else to go in, take their place? No, it's oh you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, like look at look at um look at the um, give me an example here. the uh the NFC West right Cardinals Rams Seahawks yeah. right. Artists, Those three teams should make the playoffs anyway. But if they don't, like, I don't know, just something like that. I don't know, it's, it's hard for interconference play. Yeah, you should be letting better teams into the playoffs. It's better for business. You should not have these shitty NFC East teams go to the playoffs. The Cowboys should not be in the playoffs. The Washington football team definitely should be in the playoffs. Carson Wentz is the quarterback for the Eagles. That already eliminates them. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 this shouldn't be a thing. They should not be in the playoffs. I don't, know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's just like, God damn, these should not be in the no, playoffs. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, this definitely should be something, you know, something should definitely go on, and uh, they should change this rule. But, you know, it's part, it's part of the game, so can't really get mad at it. Yeah, but I can definitely see them changing the rule, um, especially after <laughs> this year. In the field? Yeah, I can see them doing it. You don't think so? When have you ever seen them change a rule? When people got concussions. 
that's the uh, and that's the only time. Any other time, I, 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 need, right there. I only needed one example, Chris. You only asked for one. Right there, the NFL ain't cha- they're, they're not changing anything. They're gonna make some new rules to overtake another rule, but they're not gonna they're not they're not gonna change no rules out there. I think you're right, but I hope you're wrong. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think you're right, but I hope you're wrong. Next yeah. game there, Sunday – or it's not Sunday night football, Sunday afternoon football. Miami and the New York Jets. The Jets stay 0-11. And, Chris, you picked the Jets. Um, yeah. Can I get a refresher as to why? Uh, because, Joe, were we not supposed to be going, going up for the, the president and GM? Well, 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 here's the thing. That's the only reason why I picked them. I'm, yep. sticking, with, I'm, sticking, with my, I'm sticking with the Jets because I want a job – from them <laughs> i want them to let me to be the gm or the president and let me run that team to success right that's but the if, only, that's the only reason the but if they go reason. but if they go zero and 16 they'll be even more desperate to hire us and we get to draft trevor lawrence that's so, what i'm saying joe but you get, picked him to win get on the bandwagon you want him to lose you don't want him to win you want him to lose no, I don't want them to lose. I want them to win. But then you they get Trevor Lawrence. They lost. They lost because they wanted to do that that stupid stuff. That's not me. Like I, I can clearly see that what they have out there right now is not winning. The only thing that I can that's consistent out there is Brashad Pyramid and and Joe Flacco. That's the only consistent thing oh. that's going on out there. No, there's one more consistent thing: the terrible head coaching of Adam Gase. That's pretty <laughs> consistent. Yeah, well, I mean you. you we can clearly see they're not letting him go at all. Okay, wait, so if we get hired, can we fire Adam Gase the first day? Not even the first day. I would say like the first five seconds. <laughs> like, yeah, sign your name right here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Because he Gone. doesn't need to be there. Like, I don't even want you as an equipment manager. You might mess that up. Like, I don't want none of that. Get him out of there. Everybody else who, who thinks he's good, who thought he was good, it came on board with him, you guys are leaving too. <laughs> All of you guys. It's just like, why is he? Why does he have a job still? Like, I would rather have Bill O'Brien. I'd rather have Matt Patricia. I'd rather have all these guys. I'd, I'd rather have who else? We got fired in the last couple of years. Um, who was the Lions head coach? Uh, they got fired last year. I mean, two years ago, Patricia got replaced them. Oh, um, that's a dude who had who had fought cancer, wasn't it? No, that's Chuck Pagano. I take Chuck Pagano too. I take Chuck Pagano over Adam Gase. I would Absolutely. take uh, all these guys. I take myself over Adam Gase. This guy's a moron. He's not. Yeah. He's not good at coaching. Yeah, no. But what I think, I mean, my oh, Marv, oh, not Mar- Marvin Lewis, I guess too. But yeah, yeah. But see, and that's and that's exactly the person who I was going to bring up in this situation right here. I just feel like, just like how Marvin Lewis was able to stay there as long as he was, I feel like they have uh, Adam Gates has something on him, and that's the only reason why I think he's still there and why Marvin Lewis stayed in for so long. You're telling me this is a coach, which don't get me wrong, he's a black coach. I support that. But you're talking about you went 10 years without getting to the playoffs. 10 years without getting to the playoffs. A decade. You you was able to stay there the whole time. Draft players, let players go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really did. You really allowed that. They really allowed that to happen. So now I'm looking at Adam Gates, and I'm like, something has to be going on. He has to either somebody in his family married the owner's girl, I mean, the owner's daughter, or, or something is going on. Like, there's no way that that would just be sitting there when you're looking at all the rest of these coaches out here getting tossed to the side. My pick is that he has uh, nudes of the owner or he caught the owner in an affair. 
One of those two. That, that's my favorite one. I want to think that would about be that. A good one. That'd be, that'd be a great one. A fair? Woody, Woody Johnson, whatever the hell his name is. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Man. Are you kidding me? Um, actually, I want to actually, before we move on, I want to bring that up actually, because you, you bring up Marvin Lewis being stuck around and you bring up the fact that he's black and you want to support black coach and everything. I support that too. But, uh, one question, or actually not even a question. I'll make, I'll make a statement that I want you to respond to it. Um, I don't care if you're white, black, purple. I don't care if you're Christian, Jewish, Muslim. I don't care of any, any race, creed, religion, anything. If you're not a good coach, you should not be a coach. Absolutely. Blank line, period. And I hate when people bring up politics and that stuff. It's like, it's not about the politics. It's just like, if you can coach and you can coach, I don't care what you look like. If you're a good football coach, I will hire you. And that, and, that, and I have a problem with that too, because people like, like the NFL, right? They're giving like second round picks away for just, just, just because they want to hire ethnicity mm-hmm. coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's good. I guess you want them to hire that, I guess. But it's like, you should be hiring on merit. That's number one. And number two, you are now giving teams advantages over other teams just because yes. you want to satisfy some uh identity politics and your own coaching like ranks like that that should not be happening like i'm not a, i'm not a big fan of that yeah no i hear you i hear you but i think my whole thing is especially when i'm talking about black coaches uh and the lack thereof are uh, right. as head coaches in the league is the fact that we don't even have the opportunity we don't even have the chance to prove to people that we are good coaches Fair. that's the thing like we're when you look at these when you look at coaches and when we're looking at coaching and their coaching staffs, a lot of their coaching staffs are been, has been has been their best friends since they've been in the league or when they started coaching. You know, coaching is all about uh, relationships. That's all it's about. And if I don't have a relationship with this guy over here and he just so happens to be black, I'm probably not going to give it to him. Just the same as if he was brown, yellow, whatever right. other color that you have out that we have out here. That's the that's the thing, and that's what we need to break. And honestly, it doesn't have to be black people. I don't. I just want it to be a good coach. Like, yeah, that's, it's that's never. What I'm it's never like me having a white coach or a Hispanic coach or anything like that has never deterred me away from listening to him and thinking that he had the best, uh, um, had my best. Uh, I mean, put his best foot forward or not. Right. So I don't care about the color. I care about giving people the chance. And it just so happens that black people are fighting to be put in that position. That's a fair point. I'm with that. That's a fair point. I I can understand that point of view 100%. Um, And people keep bringing this up as well. You look at guys like Steve Wilkes got fired. He was a one-done year in Arizona. And people called the Cardinals organization racist. Uh, But then they had Dennis Green as a coach for a long, long time. They had Todd Bowles as a coach for a long time. Yeah. Um, so that's where it's like, people take things to the extreme and then ruin what's actually happening. I hate that. That's what's annoying about it. It's just like, take it for what it is. Do not stretch it. Do not add on to it. It's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. He's a good football coach and he's black. That's it. Absolutely. That's all, that's all I care about. And it shouldn't have to be extended on either side. It's just like, dude, like just, it's football. Just let me enjoy. Let's enjoy football together. How about that? That's like yeah. all I care about. It's just so annoying. It's so that's frustrating. The, and that's and and then and then when you hear when you hear people say that, right? That's the people that really just doesn't know much about football. They don't know about the intricacies that goes on in the back behind the scenes. Uh, with, like I said, uh, the relationships that you would have with with certain people, and you know, just just being able to call the right play at the right time or just have the, or just to sell me, sell me that you understand that you know what you, you, you're understanding what you know what you're doing. Like Adam Gates, that's what he did to get a job. He sold that he was a really good coach. I'm pretty sure if they had been like, all right, let me see this man's game plan. This ain't going to work. 
this ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. He wouldn't have been there. He sold it, and now it's just showing that he was faking it. <laughs> I just don't think they respect him. I wouldn't respect the guy either. He's a weenie. He, he's a yeah. robot. He doesn't like. He's not a leader of men. That's for damn sure. It's just like he, he should not be a coach. Bottom Absolutely. line. Not, I mean, he, 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 now, I'm not going to diminish a man and just say, like, he can't do anything. Like, he could probably do something else. Just on my team, if I was a Jets president or GM, he wouldn't be on my team. But you overall, know, all, all, all the 31 other teams, he probably could do something. He'd be great at the food stand. I'd hire him right away. A little I'm, French fries, I, chicken I, tenders. In my, in my facility. <laughs> I don't want you nowhere near – the Jets organization, go home, bro, or go somewhere else. Janitor, parking lot attendant, no? <laughs> None of that. I don't None of it. All right. We're purging Adam Gase. I don't want it rubbing off on my team. Fair enough. We're purging Adam Gase. Bottom line. That's it. He's gone. <laughs> He's out. I like it. Uh, yeah, Miami and the Jets. Uh, Jets lost. Shocker. Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back in his <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back on his new team uh, and beats the living hell out of the Jets. 24-39, 257 yards, a couple touchdowns. Uh, running the ball at 10 yards as well. Receiving, Devontae Parker just ate alive the secondary for 119 yards. Mike Kosicki, who's on my freaking bench in fantasy, had a touchdown at 35 yards. I was pissed about that. Um, side note, I won my fantasy game this week by less than a point. Less than a point. I won by three points. That, I mean, like, that's pretty close, too. But, like, like what's at one point? Like, I was, like, I was shitting myself. I was, I was having a panic yeah. attack. I was sweating. And it came down to last night. All right, so the way it went, I was, I was down 110 to 125. That was mm-hmm. the score. I had DK Metcalf to play. He had Miles Sanders to play. Man. In the first Miles quarter. scary, too. I know. In the first quarter goes by, and DK has, like, 12 catches. I'm like this could happen i'm like i'm freaking out like this could happen this could happen and um i guess to the end of the game here and miles sanders rips off like a 30 yard run i'm like fuck i'm like freaking out like i lost the game and they call a holding penalty to bring it back I'm like, yeah i'm freaking oh, out my yeah, chair my dad's screaming from the other room shut the fuck up i'm trying to sleep and i'm like <laughs> i'm just like i don't care dad i'm trying to focus on my fantasy team and then <laughs> and then he scores a two-point conversion and i'm like did i just lose at the two-point conversion yeah. and he it's 126.5 to 127.0. I'm like, it's over. It's over. I'm freaking out. The onside kick happens. It's oh, I'm, oh, oh, my God. The biggest sigh of relief. Probably took like 12 years off my life. I don't care. Hey, 200 <laughs> bucks in the line. Hey, 200 bucks in the line. Uh, but, yeah. It's all good. Uh, but, yeah, any thoughts from this game or you want to move on here? Because this game no, is just – yeah. I'm good off of that one. Oh, uh, next game on the agenda. I swear to God, I even picked this game. This is just what came up on the schedule. The Patriots and the Cardinals, 20, 20 to 17 final score. My New England Patriots moved to five and six. The Cardinals dropped to six and five. And I want to preface this. Watch the game, though. Yeah, I, I watch, of course I watched the game. So, what do you, so, 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 uh, so you're taking this win, like, oh, yeah, we, we're, we're taking this and getting the hell up out of here? Or you're like, oh, we actually did a good job. Which no. one is it? I'm starting the bus on the, like at the end of the game and running away. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Because Cam Newton can't throw the football. He oh can't do it. God. He literally can't do it. The, the opening, if you guys didn't catch the opening drive, opening drive of the game, incomplete pass, sack, and then pick. That was the first two plays of the game. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those games. Awesome. And Marcus Golden gets the pick, and then Kenan Drake scores, I think, two plays later, 7 nothing within the first like minute and a half. I'm like, this is going to be a shit show. And for a while, I thought it was going to be like that. But our defense bails us out like they always do. And Cam Newton escapes yet again with a victory he did not earn by himself. 9 of 18. 
Nine of 18. 84 yards, two picks, no touchdowns. Added 46 yards in the ground. All of which, by the way, was like a run on third and like 15. That's like half his yards in the ground. So you can take those away as well. I'm not defending Cam Newton. I've really tried to avoid defending Cam Newton on this podcast, uh, even though you've been absolutely merciless against him this entire time. Uh, I'm not trying to defend Cam Newton. No, I mean, he's, I told you, he's rubbing his shoulder. He can't throw the football. He throws – we talked about this earlier, his mechanics. He throws the ball at the ground. Like, he releases so low for no reason. Yeah. Like, you're 6'5". You do not need to release the ball that low. It freaks me well, out. I mean, I don't you like got to think about it. He's 6'5". What is what is Bird's what's Bird's height? What five foot eight? Like, I think he's like, I think he's like get it to these guys, and he's like, I'm throwing it, but it's either too high or too short. He's about four There's seven. No yeah, it's no time in jail right now. Yeah, I mean, like I think you're 100 percent right. Also, he's throwing a Demir Bird's number one receiver. That's probably a problem as well. Um, but you oh, know what? Here you go, a problem. He couldn't just be a great player that just came out of nowhere, huh? Dude, come on. See, look at you again. <sighs> here we go again. Stop it. Stop the horn. Stop it, guys. Sound the horns, Kev. Sound them for me. This is Joe Stafford shitting on his team once again. I think we need like a douchebag bell to like ring every time I do this. <laughs> every time I do this. Um, but I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's warranted when you love something, you, you have the right to criticize it, just like the country, just like my Patriots. I mean, they haven't been good this year. That's the bottom line. They have, they have not been good. They don't have the personnel to be good. So I give Bowchuk a little bit of a break on that. Actually, you know what? It should probably be. No, more, I don't. Well, I, I, I would say coaching-wise, personnel-wise, it's his fault. But coaching-wise, you, you, only, you, all right, you only have what you have to work with on the field. You, what? Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, like personnel-wise, yeah, it's his fault because he didn't put the talent around the team to succeed. That's his fault on that front. But yeah. as strictly a coach, you mm-hmm. only have so much to work with on that team. Demir Burke's number one receiver. Jacoby Myers is number two. Edelman has COVID. Nikhil Harry's a bum. He shouldn't be on the team anymore. Um, Sony Michelle came back for a single snap. And Damian Harris, yeah, he's good. You, you hit on that one. That's about it. And yeah, Cam Newton can't throw the fucking football. That's what you're dealing with. So you're telling me that – out of the relationship between Tom Brady and, 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 and Bill Belichick, Tom Brady won? Um, I would say it's even. I would say it's a dead even draw right now because you see Brady getting blown out by the Chiefs on Sunday, or on Sunday afternoon football. It's obvious that Arians doesn't like the guy, and it's obvious that Brady doesn't like Arians either. It, there's a very toxic relationship down there. It's like the real housewives of Tampa Bay down there. It's very odd. I don't like it. Um, Bruce Arians said today on, on the radio that Brady was calling all the plays. I'm like, you're telling me that Tom Brady wants to take seven step drops and get nailed by a linebacker on a blitz? No. <laughs> he's 42 years old. He's he's just, he doesn't want to do that. that. That's just a lie. That's a flat out lie. Yeah. You're, you're, you're protecting Byron Leftwich, which, which makes no sense to me. Byron Leftwich, like who the hell is Byron Leftwich? He he was the seventh overall pick with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Stunk out loud. Was out of the league in like six years. Like he wasn't. He was a career backup. Like he, he Iron Leftwich wasn't good in the NFL. No, he was not good in the NFL. In college, he was good. NFL, no, stunk. If you guys can't see, Chris is shaking his head. But you want we can go with the stats. Well, you listen, bro. This is my thing. This is this is where this is where I have a problem with what you said about Bill Belichick. Okay. Because Bill Belichick, you said it, not me. You said Bill Belichick is the coach. So yes. when you're the coach, 
you have to build the plays around your players. So now you're telling me now he's oh no 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 don't give me that. I, I would but say that. I would, me, I would say that. Not only not only not only uh, did he not did he not put players around. I mean, put players on his team to be successful, which on him. I don't believe. That's I don't believe because you're talking about COVID. There's a lot of players that. Uh, decided not to play this year because of COVID. Oh, God, you lost Marquise Lee. Woe is me. That's all you lost on offense. But I'm talking about, and I was just about to say, more on defense, and that's the driving force of his team. We all know that Bill Belichick is a genius at defense. That's, that's, what, he is, that's what he is good at. But also on the offensive end, he's smart at that too. And so when you're sitting here telling me that you're a coach who – pulls I mean who uh, draws up the plays you can't sit there and tell me that he did not do a good job at drawing the plays that's just not that's just not what I want to hear like I don't okay. I, that's, hear not, me out. that's not something good to me that hear sounds me like he's losing hear me out even if Tom Brady is getting blown up in the backfield okay so hear me out well one like I said earlier Brady and Belichick are equal to each other they both need each other I think it's evident as of right now so they're going back. They're going, he's going back. Or is Tom? No, he's not, he's not going back. Here's a little tidbit for you, though. This is going to tie into what I was going to say earlier. Um, Belichick isn't calling these offensive plays. Josh McDaniels is. Yeah. That's not on Belichick. That's on McDaniels. He's, no, not, no, shape, no. he's not shaping the offense around. Belichick as well. Nothing is getting passed without Belichick. And we all know that. All right. Bill Belichick at this point has given the reins to Josh McDaniels for the past, I think, six seasons. Just said, hey, Josh. I trust you. Do what you got to do. Bill Belichick is not calling an HB screen on third and 28. <laughs> he's, not, he's not doing that. I'm telling you right now. He's not, that, that's Josh freaking McDaniels. I'm, I'm just telling you. That's who it is. So, look. Okay. Okay. A little insight. Super Bowl. On the one-yard line. <clears throat> Games on the line. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the sideline, pissed off when I knew. I just knew, not because I just thought I was better than anybody else on that field. I didn't think that at all. I just I just felt in my body in the streak that I was on at that time, I should have been in on that, I should have been in, in that game, done something. Block, Heard. run a decoy, catch the ball, run the ball in. I don't care. Whatever it was, I would have done it. When I was on the sideline and I'm sitting next to the coaches because I was ready to go back in, I heard the play call. Coach Carroll said, yeah, 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 run it. Then you turn around and we get a pick on the one-yard line. That told me that nothing is getting past the head coaches. So when you're talking about, when you're talking about the offensive coordinator just calling plays because Bill Belichick isn't uh, calling the offense no more, that doesn't mean anything to me. That just tells me that Bill Belichick it was on his side like, hey, man, yeah, run that play. When – if you're the coach, and you, I mean you're the head coach, and you're smart enough to know, ah, this ain't gonna work. You have to veto that play right then and there. Call another play, or I got it. Don't worry. Well, about well it. whether or not he should Andy veto Reed it, he does it a lot. Right, and I, I would agree with you to a certain extent. It, I think Belichick has a responsibility to, to to veto that. Whether or not he's doing that is up to him. Uh, what I'm what I'm trying to emphasize here is this, this difference between the one yard line in the Super Bowl with 20 seconds left versus a third down in week 12. You know what I mean? There's a difference there. Oh, it means the same to me. I was always taught that. I think think the stakes are a little bit different. 
practice, are practice like a champion. You play like a champion. So every game is going to be easy for you. So these are championship games. I don't care if it's week one, week two, or week 15. It right. has to be played, and it needs to be played at a high level. Fair is fair. I think you're right on that. But I just think Belichick has, has done the best job possible with the roster he has now. I think he's responsible for the roster he has now because, yeah, COVID hit, right? COVID hit, yeah. You made a good point about that. But his roster wasn't built in a year. He's responsible for all the personnel over the past 20 years. This is his roster. He built it. The past five years have been horrible. Mm-hmm. Free agency-wise, horrible. Trade-wise, even worse. Draft-wise, worst of all. Yeah. So that's on him. GM Bill Belichick, I'm very angry at. Coach Bill Belichick, I'm pretty happy with. Considering the circumstances, I'm pretty happy with him, circumstance-wise. Also, if you want to read Byron Leftwich's record here, um, (laughs) most threw his 15 touchdowns. um, He also had 16 picks that same year. um, And he played for – he played for nine years, to his credit, but he only started uh, two of those seasons. So, say what you want. I don't think he's that Hey, good. listen, bro. It happens. It's the NFL. We know what kind of play he was in college and how in college, it turned yeah. out. Because we, when you look at – when you're talking about great college players, first person that comes to mind to me is Reggie Bush, Argue, arguably the best college player of all time in my book. Johnny Football, baby. Absolutely not, bro. Absolutely not. But that's another story. But well, same yeah. story, really. Reg, yeah, honestly, Reggie Bush, arguably the greatest, greatest football player to ever play college football. But then goes into the NFL and is what? Maybe the seventh, eighth best player on the team, and that's no, he, he was, he was an average to above average. Only eleven players on the field. I'm with so, you. I'm with you. Yeah, that makes sense. College is different than the pros. Yeah. Point taken. Point taken. Uh, yeah, so Patriots won. Feeling really good about myself. Uh, feeling really bad. I picked against them in, in the weekly picks. Uh, but you know what? Still, you know what? I'm, I'm, as a Patriots fan at heart, I'm feeling pretty good. My, my NFL mind in my head said, don't pick the Patriots. My heart yeah. said, pick them. My head beat my heart that time. But you know what? Watching that game Sunday, I felt pretty good. I felt, I felt pretty good. What do you think about Simmons hitting uh, Cam on the sideline? What oh, I would, I, I would follow him on Instagram afterwards. I was like, thank you. I sent him a DM. I was like, thank you. I, sent him a quick <laughs> thank you. I did. Because the, the, one of the, like, he's a great kid. He's going to be a special player in a couple of years because he flew all over the field against us the entire Ask, game. He was all over there. You know, in, in zone, even again, in run defense, he made great plays all over the game. But he's a rookie, not a vet. That play was the number one indicator he's still a rookie. Yeah. If you hit a quarterback anywhere near the sideline, you're getting a flag. You should know that. Anywhere but near the you sideline, look, you're getting a you flag. Look at it, if you look at it, he was in bounds. Like, right. It was but what, what I'm trying to say is the NFL was shaped, you know, their, 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 quarterback. their politicals. If you hit a quarterback and you don't, like, pick him up and then drop him down nicely with a pillow, you're getting a flag. No matter if it's in the pocket, outside, anywhere. It, it, yeah. It's offensively driven. It's quarterback protected. If you hit Cam Newton, if you hit Sam Bradford, if you hit any quarterback in the NFL, if you hit him, I'm, I'm serious. And look, I was trying to emphasize the, a bad quarterback. Look, any quarterback in the league, hit him anywhere near the sideline as he's going out of bounds, that's a flag. Yeah. Bottom line, that's I a flag. You. No, I so, hear you. I hear you 100%. And whether or not it's a, that's an actual penalty is a different story. I don't think it was. I think it's a good hit. If I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm saying, yeah, good job. Just don't do it again. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, so point taken. You, make, you know what? Make them respect you. If you hit your quarterback, like that, 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 that's a different game. 
Um, no, if you see me, you better slide. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I would say too. But um, bonehead play, out of bounds, should not hit him. That yeah. you sh- your head should be telling you something different. Uh, so thank you, Isaiah Simmons, who saved the football game for us. And uh, <laughs> we walk away with a W. We walk away with a W. That's all I care about. You go, you go to L.A. next week uh, against the Chargers. Yeah. Um, rookie quarterbacks usually suck against Bill Belichick, so I think it's a W for us. Anthony Lynn showed last uh, – on Sunday he can't coach for shit. Uh, that time management towards the end of the game was horrendous. He let 20 seconds bleed off the clock. He had a shot to win the football game. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think the Patriots win that game. You, you stay in L.A. for the next week, too, against the Rams. Hopefully, I'll be out in L.A. with you, Chris. We'll see if that actually ends up happening. Yeah, we gotta, um, yeah we'll figure that out after the show. Um, yeah, the Rams in the week after. Jared Goff, not great against the Patriots historically <laughs> at Super Bowl 53. So, hopefully, you get a win out there. And then you finish, you finish the season off against the AFC East. The Bills, you almost beat a few weeks ago. You can beat them again. I, I think you do beat them again. No, or you do beat them for the first time. I, th- I think they beat them. Uh, no. You need to beat the Bills. I think you beat the Dolphins because I think Fitzpatrick shits his pants towards the end of the season. And I think you beat the, uh, the Jets because of the, the Jets. Yeah. Uh, There's a path there. Uh, and, and, and the reason why I say that is because you need Cleveland to drop a couple of games or at least one game. And it's the, it's the Cleveland Browns, so they're going to drop a game. I'm not really worried about that. Uh, there's a path there. I mean, no, I'm, it, I'm still, I'm still fairly confident. I'm keeping the faith. You got a shot. You got a shot. It's a long one, but you got a shot. And I think that uh, – you know, just 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 even thinking like that, man. I hate I hate when I hate when you have to think like, oh man, we gotta make sure we gotta pray that this team lost. We gotta pray that this team does this. Like I hate I hate thinking like that. That just makes me feel like such a like a such a shitty person or a shitty player for my team to even be in this position. You know. Yeah, as soon as your team sucks, everyone's a mathematician. I swear to God. As soon as, as soon as, as soon as your team stinks, it's like, all right, this team needs to lose, this team needs to lose. It's like, it's like, your Albert, it's like your Albert freaking Einstein over there trying to figure out your pathway to the playoffs. That's how I felt. How did you figure this out? Yeah, literally. That's how I felt the last couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> next game, Panthers-Vikings, 28-27 final score. Kirk Cousins, of all people, leads a game-winning drive. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool for Spencer. I mean, I, I, I sent him a congratulatory text. I'm yeah, like, say, you're uh, welcome. How did you feel about that? Um, you know, I mean, the Panthers were up Ooh, early. Touchdown. Yeah, with, with a touchdown. Yeah. Panthers are up early. They actually planned them pretty close. And Kirk Cousins comes roaring back. I did not expect that, to say the least. Um, but good game. Justin Jefferson balled out. Had a great game. He's an animal. He's, he's a beast. He's a monster. Oh. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater's first game back. Can't really expect that much from him. He put up 27 points for Teddy Bridgewater. It's not bad. Um, I don't know, interesting game. They had a shot at the end there. The field goal went wide left or something like that. So, I mean, they had a shot. It would have been so funny if Kirk lost him a field goal, too, after all that. That would have been so funny. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, pr- pretty good game for Kirk Cousins. I think that was a, a, a signature W, if you want to say that, mm-hmm. to add to his 1-10 Monday Night Football collection. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, good, good game, Kirk Cousins, 28-27. Keep you in the playoff on a little bit. But, yeah, good game. Yeah, no, it was a solid game. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I don't really have much to talk about this game besides the fact that, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins proved you wrong and took his team and didn't choke. Took his team down and didn't choke. That's fair. Like the first time ever. So yeah. I'm happy for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, next game. Cleveland-Jacksonville. 27-25 is the final score. Cleveland takes the W in a very close game. Mm-hmm. And this is why, like, you guys had to listen to us because the Cleveland Browns are frauds. Like, like they're, they're frauds. Like, the, the eight and three, the Patriots are, are what, five and six, and the Cleveland freaking Browns are eight and three? No, 
They're frauds, huge frauds, massive frauds, extreme frauds. They almost <laughs> lost to Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Who knows who that is? Mike Glennon tossed two touchdowns and 235 yards on you. Mike, I can't even get over that. It's like, this team stinks. Baker Mayfield is so bad. Yeah. He's so like, bad. I, I, don't, I don't understand what he was doing in the first drive. I'm like, bro, you're going backwards. Like, do you not understand that right now? <laughs> like, what are you looking at right now, bro? And he's just lucky he has a great supporting cast. Nick Chubb is carrying this team 144 Absolutely. yards on 19 carries and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt adds 62 yards on the ground as well. And then you have Juice Landry just 143 yards and a touchdown on only eight uh, receptions. Like, if Baker Mayfield did not have the best weapon cash in the NFL, he would be out of a job already. I'm sold on that. Yeah, no, that's no, that's a fact. No, that's a fact. I just, it's just, uh, you know, man, it's just hard to see this, man. When you're like, you're talking about a, a player of his caliber. Be honest with you, coming out of college, like you would have thought this guy was gonna was gonna take the take the uh, the NFL by storm, and it's like he's just got progressively worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to feel like it's, it, he's starting to get that same uh, mentality that Johnny Menzel had of, like, you can't tell me anything, and I'm going to play it the way I want to play, which I don't, have nothing, I don't have nothing against that. Like, you do have to play the game the way you got there, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, that's how I feel. Like, you have to play it the way you got there. But at some point in time, there is a time where you have to be like, okay, I can play the game the way I want to play it, but I do have to make some adjustments somewhere just to make this happen. So that doesn't, that's on coaching staff too, I, I would say, but we always know Cleveland. I, I, I necessarily don't think so. I think it's just on him. Like you didn't have how many, how many off seasons has he had now? Two. Two. Like you should, like I, like I said, in the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season, when COVID, when we was talking about all this COVID stuff and all that stuff like that, like, I'm talking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Cam, at up at SC. I'm looking at Tyrod Taylor up at SC. I'm looking at uh, 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 OBJ and 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 Landry up at SC with the rest of the receivers. But where is Baker Mayfield? Nowhere to be found. Eat potato Are chips in the stadium. Get any better if you don't work. If you don't work out with your team. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was like the commercials. He's eating potato chips with his wife at the stadium, empty stadium. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you're out here trying to make commercials and stuff with 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 uh, Saquon. Yeah, this guy has so many endorsements. He has Progressive and he has um, Hulu too. It's like, why are you paying this guy money? I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I get it though because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say this, Joe. I actually enjoy those commercials that he be that he that he's on. Like they do make me laugh, especially the one where he's like he's acting like the stadium is his home, and he's like he's trying to clean up and get ready for the game. I'm like I actually like it. It's funny to me, but his gameplay is not funny at all. It's yeah, well, it is kind of funny when you're not a Browns fan. When you're not a Browns fan, it's kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, but on Jacksonville's side, another rookie running back. You know, you have Antonio Gibson balling out, and now you have James Robinson. Got him, on my, got him on my fantasy. Yeah, and you're smart to do that. 22 carries, 128 yards, and a touchdown. 5.8 yards a carry. Also adds 31 yards on the ground on five receptions, the third most on the team for the day. Um, I don't know if this says more about the Browns or the Jaguars here because the Jaguars actually kept the Steelers pretty much in check, the only undefeated team in the league. They actually played them pretty tough. They played Cleveland tough. Um, 
I don't know if it's just Jacksonville's moral victory or Cleveland's moral defeat. I really don't know how to look at it. I think it's both. It's probably both. Um, but yeah, just overall, not a great game if you're Cleveland. <laughs> Bottom line. Absolutely. I like you know what you know what really like just sealed the deal for me on on, on this guy. Uh, and I'm talking. I'm going. I got to go back to him because I'm on the boat with you. I want to. I want. I want to. I want to get on him. Baker Mayfield. How are you in the red zone? Busted coverage. Higgins wanting wide open in the middle of the field, and you decide to throw the ball unorthodox off your back foot. Like I don't even know. I can't. I can't. I can't say that he works on it or he doesn't work on it. But to me, it. it to me. It doesn't look like he worked on it because he threw the he sailed the ball over this guy's head and he's running wide open, Joe. And I was like, "Are is he like? What is he trying to do? Is he? I feel like he's trying to throw the game like this is the longest yard and he's out here throwing the game for some extra money. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is Baker Mayfield doing? And he's just the only person that he can get it to is Landry. That's the only one he can get it to. And then you're talking about you have Odell Beckham, who I think is the best wide receiver in that whole uh, uh, in on that whole uh, uh, receiving core. But you just don't you don't have no kind of chemistry with him, and you can't get nobody else the ball but Landry. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, especially early in the season before OBJ went down with that ACL and everything. But it's just it's you just know what wild. I'm and it's if wild. and if that's the case, then I need to start running more plays with Landry getting the ball instead of Honestly, somebody else. Chris, I got no answers for you. I, I, I got no I answers either. for you. I don't either, man. I got I nothing. None. Anyway, Titans-Colts, 45-26. This is all Derrick Henry. Like, this yeah. was a monster game. I want to get the stat line here before I bar misspeak. I think he had three touchdowns, almost all in the first half. Mm-hmm. And he had, as well, he had 178 yards on 27 carries and three touchdowns. It's like, that, this doesn't really get better than that. It really does not get better than that. He's just a monster. King Henry is, is keeping the crown over the Colts here. Absolutely. Rivers was tough. Didn't have a great game. Running game was tough without uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts as well. Um, but overall, I think this showed the Colts are frauds. Like I said, you know, for weeks now, the Colts are just a team that messes up your schedule. That's yes. the bottom line. They mess up your schedule. They ruin your playoff seating, but they don't do anything themselves. That, yeah. that they're, they're someone else's antagonist. They're not their own protagonist. They don't win important games. They win, they win unimportant games to ruin your favorite team's schedule, and then they lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's who, that's who the Colts are. All they need is a quarterback, bro. I think that's all it is. Like, when they had a quarterback, when they had, when they had Peyton Manning, they were the best team smoking. When they had uh, Andrew, uh, uh, Andrew Luck. Uh, is, am I saying that right, Andrew Luck? Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Andrew yeah. Luck, they were actually good. You know what I'm saying? Like now they don't have a true quarterback, and it's just and it just shows. Like uh, they don't know what they what they want to do out there, and it's confusing. But my question is, do you think Tyree uh, T Y Hilton is back after this performance? No. No. I would yeah. say no. I just think he, I think he's he's too injury prone now. He's too old. I think it's just yeah, done for him. I feel you. I just you know I just want to see my receivers win. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. I, I like T.Y. Hilton. I'm not like I don't like him. I think he's a great guy. Um, has some su- significant success in this league for a long time. I think it's just time to hang him up. I think he's done. That's just yeah. my opinion. I think Michael Pittman Jr. though is a beast. I think he's a. I think he's a monster. No I, no, I think I think Michael Pittman Jr. is a is definitely a good player. I think he's a solid like number two. 
maybe yeah, no. I, I think he has low one-side potential. We'll see if they can develop it uh, with a good quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I think he has all the measurables, all the intangibles. We'll see if he can get it done. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to go that high, but we'll see. If I'm wrong, I'm, I'm just going to be wrong. Yeah, for sure. Next game, Giants-Bengals. Holy shit. Horrible <laughs> game. 1917. The Giants moved an impressive 4-7, and seven, and the Bengals remained at a 2-8-1. and one. God, this was horrible. Joe Burrow obviously tears his ACL, MCL, and a bunch of other shit in his knee, goes down and leaves the Bengals uh, pretty much in waiting with nobody to, to even win for. But Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback, goes down with an injury, and now you have a, the battle of the backups in just a horrible football game for everyone involved. 1970 is the final score. I don't want to talk about this game, Chris. I really, I, I don't want I to invest my time in this. It, it, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts me to even see it on the schedule. It's like, why? God. <laughs> I'm trying to watch some football. You got yeah. this game on. Oh, anyway. Chargers Bills, moving on already. That was like a, the, that was the fastest two minute segment of my life. Anyway, <laughs> Chargers Bills. Bills win 27 to 17. Um, and Justin Herbert blows yet another game for this team. Not even Herbert's fault. I think Anthony Lynn's fault. I mentioned it earlier. The clock management in this game was horrendous, horrible, awful. They had the ball, I think, with a, a 45 seconds, maybe 50 seconds left. They're on the, um, the Bills' side of the football. They run the ball instead of spiking it on first down. It chews up, I'm not exaggerating, 33 seconds of clock. Yeah. 33 seconds. Then they spike it. Then they have to take a couple shots to the end zone. It doesn't work out. You have like four seconds to throw a Hail Mary up. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lynn, this is on you. Like, like Herbert has them in position to make a strike to even keep them in contention in the game. Yeah. And you mismanage it. Like, you, that's, that's what you do. You have timeouts in your back pocket. You don't call them. And it's just like, dude, like, just be better. That, that's, that's my advice to Anthony Lynn. Be better. You have a great quarterback in, in Justin Herbert. He's going to win rookie of the year. You have great weapons around him. You got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. The list goes on and on and on. Just do something with it. Yeah. You're three and eight. You're not a three and eight football team. You have more talent than that. You are not a three and eight football team. Do yeah. better. Yeah. Buffalo um, gets a gets a good W against them. Josh Allen plays, you know, pretty average. You hold them in check. Win this football game. No, that's a fact. No, I hear you. I just don't. I don't want to. And I and I'm glad that you're that you're on the t- you're you're on the player's side. You know, I like I like a guy like you, Joe. But <laughs> I don't think that it was Joe. I don't think that it was just uh, Anthony Lynn's fault. Uh, I'm looking at Herbert's stat line right here. He's 31 for 52, 316 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And we know how bad that interception looked. That's just that's that's on him as well. As much of the blame as Anthony Lynn gets, he has to get the same amount. We all know that everything is put on, you know, the the spotlight is put on the quarterback, and he needs to be able to take it. This is his rookie year. This is his time to, to understand that when you lose, this is what's going to happen. People are going to talk about you and talk about how bad you're playing and find a way to, 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 to diminish you. I'm not here to diminish you, bro, but it is evident that this play is not going to work for you in the future. Yeah, it's like, but like, Lynn, why, why are you throwing the ball 50 times with a rookie quarterback? You should not be putting that much pressure on this kid to win the football At game. All. Find At other all. ways to win. That's and your I job. Think, and, I think, and I think the only reason why is because of Eckler. Because Eckler is just not coming back, so he can't just put put the whole load on him. He just came off an injury. He'll end up getting injured again. So I get it. I get it, right? But still, it's, there needs to be other ways for you to do this. For sure. Get the all game. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Raiders-Falcons, 
43 to six. Um, wow. Just that, that's what I said. Wow. The Atlanta Falcons, who have been horrible this year, laugh out loud play. bad. 43 points on Chucky and company. And the Raiders don't even manage a touchdown. Or did they manage a touchdown? Uh, I thought it was two field goals, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Six points is six points. It doesn't matter. Six points against the Atlanta Falcons defense, who has been really, really bad. No, like, they scored. He just missed a field goal. Oh, so they did score a touchdown. But it doesn't matter. Six points anyway. It doesn't matter. This has been a bad defense, a bad team in general. Yeah. 43 points on you. That's embarrassing. Derek Carr, you, you were starting to gain a little momentum with me. You were like, oh, maybe you're regaining this former, you know, uh, I think three years ago he was in the MVP conversation, right? He had 35 touchdowns before he broke yeah. his foot or whatever. I was like, maybe he's starting to regain some of that form. Nope. Not after this game. 43 points against you. You score six points. That's it. No, I'm, I'm off the train. That's it. You're paying him $25 million a year. At one point, that was the number one salary for quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. You're, I'm done. Got to quarterback. I'm done. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I, I, I don't believe it. I, I just think that, you know, it's a bad game. It, it happens. But I hear you. I hear where you're coming from because it's just, you know, you're, if you look at his whole body of work, he's – honestly, he's really only had one good season where it was like, all right, like this guy is serious. But other than that, it's just been like, a, all right, we're getting by. We're getting by. We need, we need this piece. We need that piece. And I kid you not, he's just ran through a couple pieces. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just not working out. So I get it. But this, I think this was a bad game. This is just a bad game. A and, very, and very, Atlanta, very bad Atlanta game. Atlanta just came out to play. Like, I, I'll give it to Atlanta. Atlanta came out to play for sure, especially after, like, the past few weeks of how they've been playing. You know what I'm saying? They came out to play this week, and I, and I, and I applaud them for it. It just shocks me, though. Win. You know what I'm saying? If, the, if, if it's an easy win, take it. It just shocks me, though, because the Raiders were actually surging a little bit. They had some life. Yeah. They had some life in that crowded AFC West. Yes. And, and they just lay a goose egg like this. It was just like it was, it was sad. I, I didn't like seeing it. But Derek Carr, yeah, you're done. I'm off the bandwagon. You no longer have the Joe Stabbard endorsement. That's it. You're done. <laughs> Never getting it back. Anyway, I'm sure this was your favorite game of the weekend. Yes, sir. 49ers and the Rams. 23 oh, to 20 final score. And it was it, – partially it was one of my favorite games as well. Just to see Jared Goff losing into backup. That was just so funny to me to watch. Man, but, Chris, you, I'm not going to comment on this. This is all your show. What did you think of the game? Did you see my dog, uh, 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 Richard Sherman? Mm. Man, 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 man. We were out there balling. I, I thought it was an amazing game. We was out there playing the exact same game that the Rams played, like I said. Um, we ran the ball, did a lot of reverses, like I said was going to happen, and we were just going to be better. A lot of people, a lot of people put this, put this, uh, put my team off uh, simply because everybody was like, "Yeah, they're all hurt. There's nobody out there." And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking to other 49er fans. I'm just thinking in my head, like. They're not real 49er fans. They don't know that everybody is coming off the uh, the IR this year. I mean, this week. Like, everybody was coming in. And I'm like, do they not see this? I'm excited. I'm super excited to see this. And I'm, like, running around the house with my Niners gear on, talking to my boys, like, yo, y'all watching the game? Pay attention. And ain't nobody paid attention. But our defense, 
was the key factor throughout this whole game. We still need some – we still got some work to do on offense, and that's so much so just because of the quarterback. We need another quarterback to come in and uh, help us out, uh, you know, uh, next year I'm saying I'm talking about. But as of right now, our defense is holding it down, and, and Richard Sherman, uh, who is going to be a, a future pro bowler – I mean, a future Hall of Famer, uh, led the way, and he showed it with a pick. For sure. I mean, that, you pretty much summed the whole game up. I like that. <laughs> Rams stunk. Jared Goff, system quarterback, can't do anything elite. That, that's just the bottom line. Cooper Cup. Well, we've, already, we've already said it. We've already said it, Joe. Like, he can't do anything. He's just not good at one specific thing. Like, no. it, it, it's, it's incredible. And in, people are like, oh, you're exaggerating a little bit. I'm like, I really don't think I am. Like, no, is, is, he, is he super mobile? No. Is he super accurate? No. Does he have a great arm? No. Does he have great pocket awareness? No, he doesn't. He's, he's a great and it, pitcher. And it, and, it, and it shows just by the plays that they run, uh, just by the uh, offensive plays. Like, they run reverses, counters. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a great bitch boy. I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal bitch boy. He just follows orders like a dog. It's awesome. Yeah. For Sean McVay. I'm looking at his stats. He's 19 for 31, 198 yards, and two interceptions. Yeah. System quarterback. Like, and then you give him 100,000, healthy as Knox. Dak Prescott is sitting on the side somewhere, praying that uh, holding off on his money, probably can't even go to Cancun like he really wanted to do, and buy that nice house, you know, uh, on the side of the on the side of the uh, of the island, and and chill out because they didn't want to pay him, and then he gets hurt. Now he's sitting up here hurt, icing you know icing up and getting trying to get back while this guy is here playing playing a game, stinking it up when he could just be on the sideline making. Vet minimum, which is still really good, yep. but making vet minimum. But look at us now. Look at look at where we're at. What was vet minimum when you played? Vet minimum for me when I played was two point two million. What? Two point two million. It was like it was going up every year. It goes up. Must be so nice to be athletic and, and everything. It must be so nice. Just, <laughs> must be great. Two point two point two million. Just get signed to the roster. Joe, listen, Joe. It's it's fun and all, but you know, at the end of the day, all of this is gonna go away. We're not. I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna ever, ever play football. That's uh, why you got me. Again, you know what I'm saying? Like we know that. That's why I came over here to your side. It's podcasting and, and and media relations and all this stuff, bro. Getting in front of the camera, being behind the camera, like this is stuff that I can do for the rest of my life. And yep. if you look at people like Skip. Skipping Shannon, uh, uh, Max Kellerman, who's uh, horrible, by the way, and Stephen A. Smith. These guys are making a killing doing this. A killing. We can do that. And they can do this for the rest of their lives. They can do this for the rest of their lives. Sit on the couch and just talk, talk yeah, shit. So can we. We're already really so good at it. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're doing. It's literally, it's literally the first season. It's like our, it's literally the first season of our show, and like we're already killing it. It's like what's gonna happen next season. You know what I'm saying? Like playing football was playing football was fun, but this is fun too. Yep. We're not gonna miss anything, especially when things open up. We're gonna we're, we're gonna be going to games just like they're going to games. Yeah, we're I mean, like, going to, actually, we're probably gonna be going to more Super Bowls than a lot of uh, uh, NFL players. True. So who's really missing out? I'm just waiting for someone else to pay my my paycheck for that. That's all I'm waiting for. That, I'm waiting for it too. Shoot, that's, that's all I'm waiting for. Call the line. Hit the line. We're always available. 
Anyway, <laughs> Saints Broncos, 31 to three. I mean, this was the expected outcome for the entire game. I, I do want to highlight one thing before I move on because this is not really worth examining here. Um, but I, pay my respects here. Kendall Hinton. Um, yeah. Hinton, right? Hinton, yeah. Um, the Broncos quarterbacks all get COVID or a close contact COVID, so they can't play in the game. Emergency quarterback um, was supposed to be the, one of the running backs. Um, I believe the emergency running back was – what's his name? Royce Freeman. I think it was Royce Freeman was the emergency running back. Hey, Royce Freeman coming out was a baller. He was. He was. He but he was, was emergency quarterback. Yeah, emergency quarterback. But then they make the last-minute decision to go to Kendall Hinton. Mm-hmm. Before they went to Hinton, they tried to get their offensive quality control coach to be quarterback, but the NFL vetoed it, which I thought was funny. I thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, people were clowning Kendall Hinton on social media. It's like, like this guy had a literally a day to get yeah. the playbook down and to run and to get everything, like, settled down. Hasn't played quarterback in three years. Like, give the guy a break. He went one for nine for 13 yards and two picks. Yeah, wasn't a great stat line. But, dude, you try playing quarterback with a day's notice. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's just, but, the, same thing. That's just the same thing as, hey, I, I, I walked into class and I didn't study except for the two minutes that I had to, to sit outside and study for this test and, and try to pass it. With a bunch of keyboard warriors on their couch eating the potato chips talking about, like, oh, I could do better than that. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to see you fucking try, you fat ass. Like, it's not going to work. Like, this is a professional I, athlete. If he can't do it, you can't do it. I hate I hate that like I especially it, and even it even goes deeper with other athletes like football players swear a lot of football players swear they're the best basketball players on on the earth you are you and, and they talk about and I and I and I was a part of it I was a part of it as well I said I said a little bit of something uh to this extent of you know I could go sit on the bench of the NBA team and, and, and collect some checks. You know what I'm saying? But you got to think the worst player on that team could probably more than likely smoke you in a, in a one-on-one match. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't even be close. So um, that's, the, that's, that's the only thing. So when I hear stuff like that, especially when I hear like average, like, you know, average Joe people who's just, who, who hasn't played the game, you know what I'm saying? Say that. It, it 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 makes me it makes me feel a certain type of way. I'm not gonna lie. It makes me feel like, you know, we're not being appreciated when all we do is entertain you guys. I'll give you a break on the basketball one because at least you're an actual professional athlete. You're six five, two thirty. You could probably do like play a couple minutes in the NBA. Like I wouldn't be shocked if you could. But no, like absolutely. but if like I'm saying I could play quarterback better than Kendall Hinton could, that's just a bl- that's a flat out lie. At least you have yeah. some valid at least you have some validity towards yours. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. it's it's feasible for you to do that. It's not feasible to shoot up for the Broncos. Joe, you just gave me a great idea. I should start having story time on my on my on my Instagram. Yeah. It's a couple it's a couple it's a couple stories that that I didn't even believe it happened to me. Uh that that was going I mean that happened. Uh, through my time of being an athlete and, you know, playing football and stuff. But a lot of people don't know, like, basketball was my first sport. Like, yeah. I fell in love with that. You should have played at Kentucky. And, right. And, and I might get some heat for saying this from my coach because I know one of my coaches watched this, you know, watches my podcast, watches our podcast. But there are some times uh, that I probably should have been on the field running a route but I was in the basketball gym playing basketball and giving buckets. Like, that's just what I did. Somebody else who did that as well, probably not as much as me, though, but Doug Baldwin was an avid basketball player. Like, 
soon as the season was over with, I had got the so my first season with the Seahawks. My first season with the Seahawks. Soon as the season was over with, he called me. He was like, "Bro, I'm at I'm at LA Fitness down the street, man. Come up here. We playing. There's me, Sidney Rice, and all these other guys. I'm like, oh yeah, without a doubt, I'm in there. I go in there. It's literally the whole locker room is in here playing basketball. And I'm like, yeah, I knew I knew why I picked Seattle. I love it here. Who was the uh, best player on the on the roster? Me, you're, you're like, are you, that, that's non-bias involved. Like you, you believe you were the best player out of that entire locker room. Yes, I was the okay. best player. Okay. Now the best shooter, I'm not gonna lie to you. The best shooter, it's a toss-up between uh, Bobby Wagner and Tyler Lockett. Bobby you know, Wagner was the best shooter on the team. I'm telling you, Bobby Wagner can shoot the ball. Wow. He can shoot the ball. But the best player, the best player to ever that I that I've seen, that I've seen in my time uh with the Seahawks, the best player, and he wasn't he was a retired player at that time, he was Sidney Rice. And I was guarding him. And that I'm talking about this dude was pulling up 30, 40 feet. Buckets. Jeez. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. He's I, like you're playing. I do not want to run fives with you ever. I just don't want to what? do that. I'm, you probably don't because I probably wouldn't even pass you. Bro, I'm 6'3", 200 pounds, and like, that's, pretty, that's like pretty big for a normal human being, like standard-wise. Yeah. And yeah, I would be I a do. shrimp out there. I no. would literally be a shrimp. Hey, listen. Going to LA Fitness in Seattle during the off-season is the best time to go and get runs in because everybody's going to be out there. Everybody's playing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the classic. I it was balling out there. Yeah. I'm the you classic. Know what I'm yeah, no, I got you. I'm like the classic gritty white guy off the bench that gave you a couple buckets in the in, in the clutch <laughs> with the but, hand yeah. on, like. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I got the pump fake going. I got all that shit. Yeah, that's me. That's me. You got the comb over with with with. <laughs> I'm the coach's son. Yeah, <laughs> but he probably can shoot. I'm picking him. He probably can shoot. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, you have to find out yourself. Anyway, <laughs> Chiefs Broncos or Chiefs Buccaneers, sorry, twenty-seven twenty-four, but that score doesn't really do it justice. The Chiefs really blew the doors off this Bucks team. Tyreek Hill, thirteen receptions, two hundred and sixty-nine yards, and three touchdowns. And I'm, I'll say it right now: I have no problem saying it. The most uncoverable receiver one-on-one in football. Absolutely, most uncoverable because you just can't teach speed. You can't do it. You cannot teach speed. He runs probably close to a 4-1 yeah. in real time. Probably close to a 4-1. Cornerbacks aren't that fast. I'm sorry. They're not they're that not. fast. No, they're, they're not. not. I'm so, that's just the bottom line. You cannot, be, you cannot beat them in a, in a speed race. That's it. Straight I on. Think, I, I know out, you you're done. I know how you can stop it, but. With safety over the top, that's about it. Uh, you know, you just got to put hands on them immediately. But Andy Reid does such an amazing job with his play calling. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to get that. Yeah. He's gonna get motion. He's gonna be all over the place. Like, I watched. The, I watched the play. He literally like ran around. Like he ran a he 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 ran a fake jet sweep. Came out the backside. When I knew, even even I know. I'm an offensive player. Even I know you need to put hands on him coming out that uh, coming out that backfield. Cornerback just lets him run right past him. Of course, he runs right behind him. Gets up the field. Catches catches the ball for like 40 yards. Like, come right. on now. We, like, as deep, like, you got to know. You need to put hands on him. And nobody's putting hands on him, and, they, and he's showing it. 206 yards. I'd be more mad 
if I was that DB, if I was that rookie DB that was guarding Tyreek Hill, I would be mad at my coach. Like, bro, do you not see what he's doing to me right now? Like, give me help. Cover two, two man, fifty-five, bro. Like, help me. Like, you sound like no Chad way. Johnson. You sound like Chad Johnson for a minute. You're like, cover two, fifty-five, man to man. But yeah, no, he he got toasted. I don't blame the kid at all because you can't cover one on one. I don't. I think it, honestly, just, I want to give the kid a high five and like an ice pack or something like that. Like, he no facts to- because this this honestly could set him up to have an amazing career. Like, yep. this could just change his whole mindset of getting blasted on, on live TV and then have people talking about him, he's probably in his head, ah, I hope it's not going a negative way. It's only going into a positive way where he's like, you know what, man, I have to take this and use this. Like, he can never do this to me ever again. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of mindset I hope, I'm hoping this DB has. Yeah, I hope so. I, like hope so. I hope so. I hope I hope so, too. Looking on the offensive side of the ball, though, uh, Brady didn't play that well. Um, the team is just not gelling together. They are now one and three since AB hopped on board. Is this is, is this the, the the product of force feeding Antonio Brown, or is this the, just like the the natural process of not playing in the right system? I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both, and only, and the reason why I say that is because I'm a huge AB fan, but it's just not. It's just. It's, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? You could, you know, I, I know people say you can never have too much, but this right here is just too much. You look at, if you look at, I mean, shoot, you look at KC. The main two people who are really getting the ball is Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about, you have, you have on the, on the, on the Tampa Bay side, you have AB, Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Rojo, you know what I'm saying? Leonard Fournette. Like, you got all these guys that's, like, actually really good. You know what I'm saying? And they all need the ball, and it's just not gelling. It's just not working right right now. So I'm pretty sure next year is there's going to be a couple people off the field. Uh, A.B. probably is going to go somewhere else. Uh, Leonard jail, Fournette, probably. Gone. You said where? Jail, probably. Jail? Yeah, oh, no. I can't. Dude, I'm he's not. fucking crazy. Like he's crazy. This dude's insane. Nah, Joe, I can't let you do that, man. I can't let you do that, Joe. He, everybody has problems. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all not all of us. Even if even me and you, we feel like we are in our right mind, but due to certain 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 circumstances, something might trigger in our head where we just might mess up. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're not messing up, like, intentionally. It's just how we react to certain things. I just think that there's something more to AB, which it has a lot to do, probably a lot to do with mental mental health. I've seen this man, AB, getting hit a couple times where he got knocked out of the game. That plays a huge role uh, in, in your mental health and, what you know, what goes on. You know, you might get triggered a little bit faster than you used to than you used to you used to do back in the day. So I'm not I'm not just gonna say you know I'm not just gonna downplay or bash a B because there's something that could really potentially really be wrong with him, and I only can hope that he gets uh, the help that he needs because in my eyes I feel like he is the 
one of the one of the, one of the best wide receivers in the game. He is definitely one of the best wide receivers in the game. Uh, before this year had you know transpired, but I just you know what I'm saying I can never see I can, I can never I can't I can't just do that man. Not with uh, somebody who just looks like they have some mental health problems. I'm not doubting his athletic ability. I think he's probably the most talented receiver in the league overall. Uh, I think he's proven that over his career. I just think he's off the wagon right now. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on yeah. with, with his, yeah. his head. But something, something's it could wrong. Just be over. It could just be over. Sometimes we have to understand that. Like, I had to – even me, I had to understand. When I looked up and I was like, I got a guy who is half the size of me, slower than me, you know what I'm saying, and I just totally fuck up on this play, I knew it was my time. Like, all right, bro, after this – after this season, I'm cutting it. Like I'm calling it quits after this. Right. No, I'm with you. But you know what I'm saying? A B he's he was probably thinking like to himself, like, I gotta be legendary, you know what I'm saying? I can come back, have this amazing career. You know, and, and a lot of times it just doesn't happen that way. And that's what it's looking like. But it could change. I don't know. Because he could come back next year if he doesn't go to jail. <laughs> I'll do a little aster to the end if he doesn't yeah, go to jail. I just don't know. I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Anyway, moving on here. Bears-Packers, literally nothing to talk about because the exact thing that was going to happen, that was supposed to happen, happened. 41-25, yeah. Aaron Rodgers dominates a, a injury-ridden Bears team. That's it. Yeah, I, I really felt bad for my boy, Danny Trevathan. He's out there, you know, working hard, but then you got him <laughs> guarding – Garden uh, uh, Adams. Uh, so it's like, how do you have a linebacker on the arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just hard. I feel yeah. bad for him in 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 the rest of the defense. Him, uh, 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 Khalil Mack. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Buster Skirns because that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? I just feel bad for some of these guys. It's just not looking good for them. For sure. All right, we're, we're kind of running late on here, so we'll talk about the last game very quickly here. Uh, Eagles-Seahawks, if you guys need one headline to, to understand what happened in this game, uh, DK Metcalf, that's my headline. Dominated yeah. Darius Slay, and who is a very good corner in his own right, but yeah. just had a phenomenal football, uh, football game here. Uh, over 120 yards, just balled out a touchdown as well. He was almost unstoppable on, on Monday Night Football, and it's the reason they won the football game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, Stafford and Matthews wrap-up for Week 12 is in the books here. Week 13 picks on the way. I think I'm up by a game. I'm not sure. Kev, will get back to you on that one. But a very, very close race to be sure when it comes to records for me and Chris. Week 13, here we go. Browns-Titans. Oh, man. Browns-Titans. Titans, let's go. Titans, easy. Easy. If the Browns win this game, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. I, hey, listen. Browns win, boy. That's gonna mess up everything in my in my little fantasy right now because I have no no Browns players and the person I'm playing has at least two two or three Browns players. There we go. Raiders Jets here. I'm going with the Raiders, but I'm not feeling super confident about it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Jets. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with my team. <laughs> hey, I want the job, guys. <laughs> Y'all are watch if y'all are watching or listening to this podcast right now, Chris D. Matthews wants the president job or GM job for the Jets. Anyway, <laughs> Jaguars, Vikings, 
better than people realize, I really hope the Jaguars win the football game, but I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Vikings as well. That'll be that, – I mean, it's not going to be an easy one, but I think they'll win that one for sure. Bengals-Dolphins, I'm really upset Joe Burrow's hurt specifically for this game. I wish I could see Burrow versus Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, not going to happen, but I'll, I'll go with the Dolphins anyway. I'm going with the Dolphins as well on this one. I think they have uh, – their defense is playing pretty good right now. They'll be able to capitalize on, uh, you know, the lack of talent they have over there on the offense side. Colts-Texans, if Deshaun Watson is still with Will Fuller, I'm picking the Texans, but he doesn't, I'm going with the Colts. I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the Texans on this one. I think they'll they'll figure it out. They have other they have other players out there, other receivers that's out there that's going to help them out. Uh, I uh, you know for example Randall Cobb. Um, I'm sticking with him. All right, Lions Bears. This is a horrible game. I'm going with the Lions here. I want, I really want Uncle Matt to just thrive in this offense for once. Mm-hmm. It, it never happens, but I I'm, I keep hoping for it. So I'm going with Matt Stafford and the Lions. Yeah, no, I'm going with Matt Stafford and the Lions as well. Uh, Bears defense probably is going to come back and uh, hit him in the mouth. I, I, I believe that. But uh, overall, I think, you know, just having all three phases going on in the game, it's probably going to be the Lions winning. Interesting game here. The Saints and the Falcons. Hey, interesting because I would argue Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Taysom Hill is as an actual passer. Mm-hmm. And he only put six points up on this defense. But the Saints turned around and put 31 points up last week anyway with Hill. Ton of a tough game. I'm going with the Saints as a safe pick, but the Falcons could surprise us all. Yeah, they could they could surprise us, but it ain't. It, I mean, but it's not it's not going to be a game to me because I'm sitting up here looking at a team that's nine and two with a backup quarterback who just scored 31 points, and then you have another team that's four and seven who uh, had a great game last. I mean, this this past week, but are they going to be able to uh, double it up? I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going with the Saints. Giants, Seahawks, uh, Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's yeah, let's move on from now. We already know Seahawks. I'll put you down for the Giants. Anyway, uh, Rams, Cardinals here. I'm gonna go. Oh, that's a tough game. Cardinals didn't look great against the Patriots. Rams defense is pretty good. I'll go with the Rams here. I'm going with the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals come back with another. I haven't seen Kyler Murray have two bad games in a row. Uh, you know. He can shut down – Jalen Ramsey can shut down one, but he can't shut down the other. So, is they they have a couple other receivers that's out there that's going to be able to uh, score some points and, you know, make some big – make some big gains. So, I'm going with Cardinals. Yeah, I'm feeling very shaky about that, honestly. Very shaky about that pick. <laughs> it's already sealed in. Yeah. Patriots Chargers here. I'm going with the New England Patriots here. Rookie quarterback <laughs> – <laughs> Rookie quarterbacks aren't good historically against Bill Belichick. It's it's in the yeah. proofs in the pudding. You can go look it for yourself here. I'm going with the Patriots. Yeah, um, I'm going with the Patriots as well. Not 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 because no, not because it is rookie quarterback don't do good against the team. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I just think that uh, the Patriots is going to have a really good defense. I think that's all it is. I'm just sounding like a fool up in this place. Anyway, <laughs> Eagles, Packers, Packers. Duh. Packers, easily. 2.0. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs. Steelers, Washington football team, uh, Steelers. Steelers. A lot of lopsided games this week. Bills, 49ers. 49ers. I'll go with the Bills just to antagonize you. I'll, I'll go with the Bills. Cowboys, Ravens. Stop. Stop it right now. I just thought about it. Joe, where is my picture at? 
Uh, Next podcast we record, you have to wear that jersey the whole podcast, Joe. I'll I'll do you one better. I, I mean, I'll, I'll wear it on the next podcast anyway, but I'll do you one better. I have a little surprise for you. Okay. Um, I have a little surprise for you. Yeah, okay. I dropped the ball on that one, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bills 49ers. I'll go with the Bills here. Just to yeah. antagonize Chris. Yeah, okay. I hear you. I'm going with 49ers just because I know that we're just going to have – our defense is going to be stout. Fair enough. Cowboys-Ravens on a Tuesday. Interesting <laughs> game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens here. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens as well. That's not – this wasn't a hard one, man. This wasn't a hard week. I, I feel like we'll, we'll, we'll bump our, our little stat ratio. Well, I think I will because I pick better players. I mean, pick the better teams. Do you know? My stat ratio will probably be a little bit higher than yours this week. It wasn't really hard. I might play pickums this week too. Oh, yeah? It's money. <laughs> there we go. I'm for you a little bit too. That's funny. All right. Stafford and Matthews episode 12 is in the books. Uh, lock in your locks of the week because we pick all of our games right every single week. Just look at the, 70% of the time it works every time. Joe Stafford, final thought here. Uh, I won 70 bucks this weekend. Try to keep it going this weekend. A little parlay action. We'll see. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Um, no, just, I just want to say happy holidays to everybody. Uh, go to Boston's Big Three. If you want to get you, you know, get your kids a gift or get, uh, you know, your family members a gift, why don't you go check out Boston's Big Three, man? We have a lot of good merchandise out there. We have coffee mugs. We have sweaters. We have hats. We got shoes. We got baby clothes. We got couches. We got pictures of me in there that you could buy. <laughs> we, got a whole, we got a whole bunch of stuff for you guys for Christmas, man. Go in there. And uh, go check it out, especially Joe. He just dropped some uh, some new merch uh, this week. Go check it out, man. Run it up. We have about half of the things you just described. <laughs> about a half. And, um, but listen, ain't that how? Isn't isn't that how uh, these fast these fast food restaurants do it though? Like they sit there and they sell you with all these man with the cheese oozing out on the side yeah. and all of this stuff. You be like, man, that stuff. Man right there then you get up in there and you look at your burger and it's just plain like there's yeah, nothing, no, you're right. nothing appeases you the cheese is still cold as hell flapping in the wind like man it's just smart it. marketing speaking of cheese i want to try in and out so badly if i go to la i need to try in and out yeah don't even trip bro i got you i gotta try that put, you, put a little put a little uh chop 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 uh peppers in there chop chilies in there throw you a little uh, animal style fries on the side get you a nice little milkshake and then a water because it's gonna be thick and a little water on the side man and i guarantee you bro you know you're gonna have the time of your life when you eat that. i can't wait so that would have matthews episode 12 wrapping up we'll see you guys next time